We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. I'm fine with making it so that center backs are worthless. You take them and you make them all cheap. They're offensive linemen. Right, they're offensive linemen. Right, exactly. Like, it's perfectly fine to have offensive linemen in soccer. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast brought to you by Starting Eleven. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Thursday by Jordan Cooper to talk about this weekend's huge Premier League and FA Cup slate. Jordan, you looking forward to it? Well, I gotta wake up earlier now. Sure do. Sure do. Anybody who regularly plays the uh EPL all day slate will think this is just normal. But um it's kind of a tricky one in terms of waking up early. We got uh three games, all staggered starts, and uh the team that or the game that most people want to watch is the last one, although I don't know how heavily we'll go uh fantasy wise, but we start at 7.30 Eastern in the morning with Liverpool at West Brom. And I feel like it's at least better that that one's first, no? Yeah, well, I mean, I, to me, 
maybe the, the only thing you do at uh, at seven twenty is wake up and go Salah's in. Okay, I can go back to sleep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that may be what I mean. I I guess I mean you. I mean you can play other Liverpool options. I guess, uh, but I mean Salah's going to be the top option. Regardless, I mean he's going to be the top option on the slate. Regardless, yes, based on the matchups, yes. That um, that if if you were to play, I mean I could see going with the Salah Milner you know combination if Milner's in. But for the most part, I mean you're you're really you're waking up, you're not waking up going what is what was what, what West Brom's lineup right yeah, <laughs> like I don't I don't gotta see, make sure I, Chris Brunt's in there. Right, I don't. I don't see playing Kieran Gibbs, or just making sure. Oh, make uh, Ben Foster is. Uh, they didn't like play a backup. Right. Yeah. Like if he's going in that direction. Yeah, it certainly seems that way. Um, the three games are that one: Liverpool at West Brom. We have Crystal Palace at Watford at 10 a.m. And then the final game is the FA Cup semi-final: Tottenham against Manchester United at Wembley. Although it's a neutral site despite Tottenham being playing their home games there this year. Um, I mean, obviously paying up for Salah takes you out of the running for the expensive Tottenham guys, basically Kane. Uh, Salah is at 12,000 Kane's at 10, one and it second forward, I guess is going to end up being Townsend. Maybe. I mean, that there there are forward options for for. I mean, it's a three game slate, so cash and GPP kind of get mixed together. Like, I mean, when they when you take away options, like cash lineups and GPP lineups don't don't look all that different. Right. I mean, you're. I mean, I mean, Salah for twelve thousand. I mean, I mean, you need a goal, right? I mean, for for that price, regardless. So, like, if you're gonna if you're going to say Wilfred Zaha or someone like that, I mean, uh, or taking, I think uh, the Man United Tottenham game is much more relevant DFS wise than it would normally be based on one, the context of the slate and two, the dynamic pricing. Like the, 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 they're priced down from what they would normally be in a matchup. You normally. Yeah wouldn't see Kane at just 10-1. You'd see him up with Salah. You normally wouldn't see Alexis at 8-2. At you wouldn't see uh, Ericsson at, at, what is he, 8,600. I mean, you're getting a discount. I mean, obviously because of the matchup, but I think it makes them more playable than you'd think otherwise. I mean, I, to me, the most important game on, on this slate is the middle game. Is Watford Crystal Palace? It's weird to say that, isn't it? <laughs> well, as far as DFS value is yeah. concerned, I mean, that's where. Where else are you going to find your four K, five K, six K? You know, mid yeah. mid range options. I mean, you're not taking West Brom. If you're going to take Salah, that's twelfth. I mean, you're not, you're not taking a, a a Liverpool midfielder, right? You're not taking Wijnaldum or Henderson or Chan, whoever whoever would be in the middle there you're not taking them i mean in the in the 4k level 5k level the liverpool fullbacks are expensive so they're at the same price as you know upper 5k guys so but then you go to the manchester united 
Tottenham game, and it's like Kane, Erickson, the fullbacks, which are actually priced down. So you could, uh, in the high fours. Yeah. And then Man United, you got what? I mean, you got Alexis and who else are you taking? Lingard? I mean, like, I, it's hard to take people on Man United as it is, other than really Alexis. You love yourself some Ashley Young, though. That's You're it. always an Ashley Young guy. Not necessarily against Tottenham. You say that every time, and then all of a sudden you're like, and then I had 5,600 left for a defender, and Ashley Young just fit. Yeah, but Ashley Young isn't 5,600. <laughs> it's only 4,600. I like the Man United fullbacks when they're playing against a much weaker yes. stuff. Yes. I like the Tottenham fullbacks even if they do play against the strong side. I don't mind the Tottenham fullbacks this late. Ben Day, I mean, for 4,700, we're used to seeing them at 6,000. Yeah, yep. Would you rather pay for the? I can't believe we're talking defenders already, but I mean, if you're paying up for defenders, you're it's either the Liverpool or the Spurs ones, or Holibus. If he's, I mean, I right. don't think he's playing, but uh, who who knows? I don't, I don't think so. That, that's why, but that's why I look at the Watford Crystal Palace game and go, if if I if I wanted all if I wanted the lineups out as quickly as possible, I'd rather that lineup before the Liverpool lineup. I can predict the Liverpool lineup more so than Watford Crystal Palace. Although you could kind of predict the Watford Crystal Palace lineup, but you'd, I want to know, is Kabai in? I'm not saying I'm going to play him. I just want to know if he's in. I want to know what the front line, is Benteke going to play? Not because I could play him. It's just, it yeah. changes everything else about their set. Who, is, who are the fullbacks? Is it Juan Bissaka? Is it Joel Ward? Then you look at Watford and you go, you know, is Kiko Feminia going to be playing? Where is he going to be playing? Is Pereira in? Is he in centrally? Is Hugh, like Hughes, all those guys? Is it going to be, maybe they play Didi and Gray together or something, you know, something like, I, I don't know. But that's where all the, the, the cheap guys are going to be, cheaper at least. But then I could decide on, you know, how do, how do I fit in Salah and Erickson and Sanchez or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> do you think Sanchez ends up, looking better like i'm looking at if kabai doesn't play or even if he does play you're you're probably thinking about townsend uh crystal palace are favored away to watford and have been playing townsend's been playing well but you're looking at townsend you're think i'm looking at and saying for 700 bucks i can get alexis even against spurs like i'm not sure that's a significantly i don't, I don't think townsend is uh that close to sanchez that i wouldn't just pay that premium but in that matchup why not I still think I probably would probably want Townsend, hmm. and but at the price, I I'd, I'd want Milner. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, it, 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 taking a look at the 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 odds, I mean, Liverpool's a minus almost a minus two hundred favorite on the road. Yeah, and they're predicted to score what? I mean, three goals. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, West Brom is the is at the bottom of the table. Right, right. The Coming only off a the big only, win though. <laughs> true. The only thing I could say about. Now at this point of the season is like West Brom, I mean, they need to, I mean, this would be a great escape at this point. Right. Like, like West Brom needs to get, they, they can't even get a draw here. They need to go for the win. Yep. Now. I and mean, Liverpool they're, they're not have even Champions at, League next week. Right. And Liverpool really has, has nothing to play for. Yep. I mean, the, the their league spot, they're not, they're not going to, they're not going to drop the fourth. Right. I mean, yep. the, Really, even fourth isn't bad anymore because the top right. four get 
Right, but at least League they don't have to play the qualifying they don't, Champions the, League. That's done. All oh, they don't even do that? No. This 2018-19 is the first year. Oh, so the, so it's top four automatically. There's yeah, no... in the group stage. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, then they have nothing to play right, for. Right, even less to play for now, yeah. Right. And then, obviously, Man United and Tottenham in the league have nothing to play for. But this is an FA. This is, I mean, if yes. they want a trophy this year, this is the last competition that they're in. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, Arsenal has the Europa League, right? Man United and Tottenham, it's it's this. They're going to have any type of celebration mm-hmm. this season. So, so I expect in that game, you know, both teams are going to play to win. Yes. Right. They're going to play their starters and, you know, they're going to play. How much thought do you put into the possibility of extra time in that game? Not not enough. Not enough. Okay. What what could I, I mean? What predictive thing? I mean, what could you really? I mean, it's not <laughs> going to affect goals, right? If anything, peripherals. We're still crossing peripherals. Ah, eh, maybe it adds a little. Maybe to Ericsson. Maybe. I mean, it kind of adds something to everybody, though, right? If you're potentially playing one twenty instead of ninety. I guess. I mean, it's also just a hypothetical. There's no guarantee they're playing right. 120. Yeah, but to me, it doesn't add anything to Lukaku. Like, it doesn't add any, anything to me in goal scores because the fact that they're tied means the goals were not scored. 1 1. I mean, I don't expect. Yeah, I mean, 4 4, you're still going after that. I, I, I don't <laughs> expect that. No, no. <laughs> right. So I'm, like, I'm looking for, like, the, the, per, the high, high end peripheral guys set yeah. piece takers, corner takers. Crossers. He's not guaranteed, I guess, but. Right. Also, if they're subbed off, it doesn't matter if there's extra. Sure, sure. Right. That makes it worse because now they're off and other people have those. Right. Do you drastically change your opinion if we see Salah and Firmino and Milner sit? Or are you just taking their replacement? I mean, you're not going to play Danny Ings or Solanke or. Would you play Mane in cash? GPP plays. I would still want to play Mane in cash. I'd play Ox. Yeah, Ox looks nice and cheap. I'd play play whoever. I mean, West Brom is horrible. (laughs) I don't care if Liverpool puts puts out a B side. Mm -hmm. That makes it easier now. I mean, now I wake up in the morning and go, you know, now I have all these cheaper players that I could fit in. But I don't don't think they're going to play that. I don't. I agree. I'm actually more worried about Salah playing 60 than I am not playing. I mean, there's no worry about not playing because we'll, we'll know. But he's really the only one I feel like that you really have to worry about. Like if Milner, the possibility of Milner and Ox not playing, like I feel like I would take one of those. Yeah, but they don't even, I mean, they don't have a midweek game this coming week. So what does it matter? They're going to just play the starters. They don't play it until the 24th. Yeah, that's next week. No, that's not next week. Yeah. What's today's date? The nineteenth. Oh, am I just I'm on I'm on the wrong schedule. Oh, I'm <laughs> on the wrong calendar. They play Tuesday. Okay, they play Tuesday. Okay, I, for some odd reason I thought it was the twelfth. Because my calendar got it. St- okay, you're right. <laughs> that's what I was going through the whole time. I'm going. Why would they play all their players? Yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at the, my calendar thing opened up. And for some odd reason, it's stuck on the 12th. So I'm like, oh, it's Thursday the 12th. So they play on the 14th. And they don't play again until the 24th. Oh. Did you file so your taxes? Yeah. Uh-oh. I already did that. 
Um, oh, so it's okay. So that maybe that maybe there is a consideration. There. Yeah. But again, but we'll not... know. We'll like, but I can't see Salah coming out if they're. I mean, I guess if they're not winning, it doesn't really. I mean, they don't really care about this game. But it seems like he probably doesn't come out if without already having a decent game. But at twelve thousand, that's like a twelve thousand, right? You yeah. still needed so many points for that. Yeah. Now, now you with the Champions League coming up. Now you now I'm starting to look at how much is Solomon <laughs> Rondon. How much is Solomon Rondon or Jay Rodriguez? Mm-hmm. Wherever mm-hmm. Now you're going with the Brunt Phillips Rondon stack. Rondon's only forty nine hundred, but it's a new manager, so he's not he's really not shooting. <laughs> it's J Rod now. It's J Rod. How much is Brunt? Now I'm starting to look into these West yeah, Brom guys. Forty seven hundred. J Rod's turning into Solomon Rondon. Okay. Two, three, four, and two shots. Goals in three of his last four. Completing all, all these passes now that I see. All I could say is that if Liverpool put it out, puts out a B-side, West Brom doesn't look that bad. See? Yeah. Now you really want to know if Ben Foster's starting. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I do have to wake up. Okay. But if they don't, like, like if the, the Liverpool A-side is out there, I feel like there's still a little hesitation. Now, listen, who else are you playing? I, I, I look at, I look at, can you, can you even do like a balanced lineup? Let's say you don't play Salah and you play, let's say Alexis and Townsend together. Mm-hmm. You can do Alexis, Townsend, Erickson. Can you do Milner? Can you do all of them? Yes. Let, let me see. Let me, let, let, I, I, especially I, if you play, um, Foster. Like if you're not playing Salah and you're playing Milner, you could definitely play Foster. And you can get You're right, you could yeah. do this. You could this really like, stack this lineup without this Salah. Is, this is like this is like figuring out it's the next Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're gonna okay. love the lineup that you build without Salah. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. It feels like I just started playing DFS, and I'm like, this is one-point <laughs> so crosses. Easy. This is the old-school style. Yeah. Get Trippier in goal? there. And, yeah. Right. And they're so cheap. I can put Ben Davis in. Mm-hmm. I can play Ashley Young all I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. And then you, you could even play De Gea against – you could play any goalkeeper against any of these players. Mm-hmm. Practically. I mean, I think you can't play Lurie's. I wouldn't, but – no, I'm just I'm just saying, uh, uh, out of if you take Alexis Townsend, Milner, and Erickson together, like I think Alexis at 8,200, like needs to score. Like he's more of a goal scorer. Like Townsend can make 15 points, and the, the Crystal Palace would score nothing. Sure. Same for Milner and Erickson. Like yeah. they. Wait, so why wouldn't you take Carius? No, I said I wouldn't take Lloris. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, like, yes. Out of yes. this, like, like yes. if I, I mean, you could take any goalkeeper, like, I, against any. I mean, you could take a goalkeeper against the other three guys. I mean, you could take a goalkeeper against. You could take a goalkeeper against anyone. It yeah. doesn't if they yeah. t- make seven shots, save them or whatever. Right. I think 3900 no, okay. Foster is fine though if you're not playing Salah. True. Right. Absolutely right. There, there are at home. And then you're able to do whatever you want, and then mm-hmm. you could play. You could even play Luka Milinovic. Yeah, game. there you go. You want because that's going to be a goal for no reason, Definitely. whatever. Easy, right? 
Right. And it's either you switch out either him or, or DeCorey. And those are, there you go. Mm-hmm. You're guaranteed mm-hmm. a goal. Yeah. And Jay Rodriguez in mm-hmm. that spot. They're yeah. all priced about the same, right? Yeah. How much is J Rod? Uh, 4,600. Oh my gosh. 46. Or what a deal. <sighs> Lucas 5,300. And DeCorey's Decor- 3,900, Andrew. And I'm off. On, I'm off on him. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't scored in two months. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually longer. Right. Um. Yeah, it's it's almost it's almost too easy now. Well, it's too easy until Salah has a hat trick. Yeah, yeah. And Kane also. I mean, I, I'm I'm more off of Kane. Kane's gonna have the lower ownership this this slate than he should have. Although I think he should have, but I mean, in general, should have. I would assume Lukaku's is much lower. Not for the price, seventy eight hundred. But I think if you can, if you're going to look at that, who's going to take him over Sanchez? You take him because, uh, as a pivot off of Sanchez. That's right. Kane, well, yeah. Like Kane, like you have to forego Salah to take Kane. Yes, pretty much. And if we think Salah is going to be popular, that means Kane's going to be less owned. Sure. Because we can't put the you could put them both yeah, together. You could. And they'd be you're taking Jay Rodriguez and Abdullah Decore. Yeah. The what's, the problem, what's the problem here? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if you're if you're playing the five dollar quarter kick, let's see. Here. Maybe Salah, Kane. Or you could just play Danny Ings because we know that Liverpool's going to put out a B side and it's no, not going to matter. <clears throat> um, play Pogba at fifty eight hundred. Lingard's fifty five hundred. Mm-hmm. Look at these prices. They're, the the Manchester United Tottenham prices are lower than we'll we'll see them all year. Right. But that I mean, could be completely point, wrong. But at this point, with like Lingard at fifty five hundred, I don't it, like. If that's going to be a utility spot, I'd rather play like Alexander Arnold. I agree. Like once we start getting down at the five K range for some of these guys, like would you play Luka Milojevic or or a Liverpool fullback? It's like I'll take the Liverpool fullback. I'll take Robertson. Yep. Like I'll take I'll take Robertson over Rondon. Oh, that hurts so much. I vote but you're Mata's right. right. forty nine hundred. If Modest starts and he's in the front three, yep. Well, forty nine hundred. That ain't bad. Yeah, but the pivots that, from him are. Well, it's better than Will Hughes, or maybe not. Maybe not yeah, I'm not sure ball. it is. But 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 I'm saying Mata. If you have Mata, uh, and he doesn't start, you're you're now in like. Oh yeah, range. you're right. You're you're right. Well, you you play Ashley Young. He's in your utilities. Right, right. Yeah, but still, I look at that and I go, go if, if like, let's say Liverpool puts out a semi-B side, like, I'd, I'd almost rather play Chris Brunt than Mata. Not knowing. I agree, I agree. Not. Right, to not, and, and, and not knowing. Because then it's a matter of, do you want to play Chris Brunt or Ashley Young? And then I go, I'd rather play Chris Brunt. Yeah. I think but we don't know how who they're going to start, because it could be McLean, Phillips, there's a ton of, Ton of people that could start there. I mean, I think I think uh, we, we get to the like. Would you call him like the lock midfielder? Would be Pereira. Um, home midfielder with set pieces because no Holopus. Forty five hundred. Forty five hundred. I guess. It's luck. You put that in with the with all the guys that we talked about before, and you pick uh, Tottenham. You go. Yeah, you're done. You're done. Here's my line. I've made my lineup, Andrew. I'm done. <laughs> this is going to be my lineup. If I, nothing else changes, I'm like, um, I'm going to take this lineup. 
I'm going to rack up a ton of peripherals and lose. So it doesn't, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be one of those. Kane's going to have two. Yeah, Kane and Salah will have hat tricks. Right. Uh, will Hughes took a few corners. Like, they split last week. Right. But I, so... I, I trust Ferreira more than Hughes. Hughes is central. Pereira isn't. I'm not sure I trust either of them. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I, I'm just saying. I think uh, you use the term lock. No, I'm talking. About, I'm talking about <laughs> trusting when it comes to if you're going to take a Watford player. Yeah. A home set. A home. I mean, for forty five hundred. I mean, do you take him or do you take Juan Mata or Chris Brunt? I mean, I'm definitely taking Hughes and and uh, Pereira ahead of Kabai. Okay, so there you go. So. I mean, once we start ranking them, then you start seeing it's mm-hmm. like. You want a 4K-level midfielder, like how is Pereira or Hughes, if you want. How is in that? I'd rather take a player in that game than take a West Brom player against Liverpool, right? Even if it's a B-side? Even if it's a B-side. Am I scared of Crystal Palace? Defensively? No. Okay. I think... I think Palace wins this game, but this game could be three to two. Right. Because I don't trust Watford defensively either. Like, neither of these teams have good defenses. Palace is a little better. They're playing better. But they're playing on the road. They're playing away. Yes, yes. They're favored, though. So? I don't know. (laughs) But but, but Watford doesn't, I mean, they're, they're getting to the point where these teams are not their fate they're they're not going to be relegated. Mhm. I mean both teams want to win, but I mean a draw would be fine for both teams. Right. Palace is close though. How many points are they on? 34. Oh yeah, okay. So they 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 need they need they need results. Yeah. I mean Southampton is kind of helping everyone out. Yes, they are. I mean, West Brom looked like they were done regardless. Like, that spot was taken mm-hmm. care of. I mean, you, you have to look at it either as <clears throat> West Brom... Uh, like, can West Brom beat Manchester United and Liverpool back-to-back after being 20th in the table for both matches? Like, that's what you're depending on if if you don't think Liverpool come out. Like, my Hi. my fear with Liverpool is that it's like a partial B squad. Like, Salah sits... But Firmino and Mane start, so like the the goal total still say, stays fairly high. But you're kind of like, do I even need a piece of it? It's, they've got the highest goal implied goal total, but who am I really playing in? Like if Milner sits, I guess you play Ox at that point, right? By himself, or you could but you play no one. Fine, don't play anyone on any team. <laughs> Put an empty lineup in and hope everyone gets negative points. Yeah, Southampton. I'm looking at the table now. Southampton has really helped everyone out. They have. Because West Brom needs not. I mean, the, the line is at 33 now. Like, it's a five-point gap between Southampton yeah. and Swansea. Yep. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, but Watford, 37. I mean. 37 safe. I mean, technically, technically not. With right. four games left. Technically, right. but I mean. It would take a colossal, not only colossal um, failure from them, but also a ridiculous comeback for the three teams in relegation. Right. I think that the, the, 
the the least safest team that's above the line is Huddersfield. Yes. Because of their schedule. Yep. But you could also say that because it's the end of the year, Those they're going to be going there. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> they care. Right. Huddersfield will fight to the death. Right. Against against players that are like looking forward to either playing in the World Cup so they don't want to get hurt or a uh, vacation. Right. Right. The beach. But yeah, I, I, I do you pay up for Kane if Salas doesn't? Start? I don't pay up for Kane ever. You know me. Come on. But if Salah doesn't start, oh, you're going to go back to that balanced one, right, Sanchez and right. Townsend, and yeah, okay. No, I'm not paying ten one for Kane against Man United. That's why I say he's going to be lower owned. That's yeah. I, I, I think he's a great GPP play for ownership wise. How often do I play Kane? I mean, I just got <laughs> even on Kane from the King of the Pitch. <laughs> I like my balance line. I like the balance, but I mean Lukaku. Uh, that game, that they're both they're going to try to win that game. Mm-hmm. It's the late game. It's going to be under owned. Uh, as far as like the the secondary pieces, right? Like you, like uh, if, like I'm going to play Sun, not knowing if he's going to start. Like if you have a hundred, I mean, you could always switch over to Lukaku. Mm-hmm. Or for some odd reason, Rashford starts. I mean, like this. All these other pieces. I'm not talking about the main pieces. Like, to me, the main pieces in that game are like Kane, Erickson, and Alexis. As far as ownership is concerned. Right. Yeah, I agree. And then Lukaku. And then you got all the uh, little sub- subsidiary pieces. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be lower owned in, bi- in a bigger field tournament. Mm-hmm. But I think they're gonna. I think they're. Lo- I think Lukaku will be lower owned than either Mane or Firmino. I think it's Liverpool against West Brom, and when in doubt, just like I'm just gonna t- stack Liverpool. Yeah, works every time. Well, it didn't work last week. Yeah, I mean, other than the times it doesn't work, it works every time. <laughs> <laughs> just like Kane, right? right? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna take Kane. He scores three goals, and wow, works every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got nothing else on this slate. Hey there, fantasy players. We've got some news for you. Starting 11 is out with a fresh new version of its daily fantasy soccer app, and it's time to get in on the action. Now in starting 11, you can challenge managers from across the world for cash in head-to-heads, 50-50s, and winner-take-all Premier League contests. Download now on iOS and Android at www.starting11.io. That's starting one. Remember, on Starting 11, you build an 11-player roster free from any salary cap restrictions. And best of all, instead of seeing injuries, substitutions, or poor performance ruin your chance for cashing in, Starting 11 lets you make up to three substitutions to your fantasy squad during live play, just like a real manager. So if one of your players is having an off day, you can get him off the pitch. And if a player you don't have is terrorizing the defense, you can get him into your lineup. So head over to www.starting11.io now to download on your iPhone or Android device. Now, if we were going to talk about how many accurate passes these players had, now I have to change my entire strategy. Depending yeah. on how many points given or shots assisted. We saw that. We see that in the game logs for, for DK. From what I gather from other people's responses, because other people have asked on Twitter, mm-hmm. that uh, classic scoring is not changing. Oh, okay. So from what I gather that these – Stat categories will be used for the showdown, showdown mm-hmm. format 
that they're going to use more for the World Cup or right. probably for the Europa League final and the and the Champions League final as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Probably that's the test run through for the soccer showdown. Right. Just to add more step, to add more like so we don't have 67 lineups tie type of situation. Yes. Where you could roster more players that are less, you know, they're close. It's it's higher variance. I mean, it's 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 similar to like the the, the uh, IDP in NFL. Mm-hmm. I we looked at that for like the Super Bowl individual defensive players going. Okay, I mean you could you could do predictive stuff. I mean you could there's plays that are better than others, but at the end of the day, it's like like the difference between like all your linebackers could be like a half a point. Right. But that difference may mean the difference of third place and fifth place in a GPP. Right. Which is $50,000. Right. Right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Just like soccer. Right. So I'm assuming accurate passes, it'll be similar to like like what FanDuel does. Like every fifth pass is a tenth of a point or, you know. Yeah, something like that. So, but it's accurate passes. It's not just passes. <clears throat> yep. And of course, and then we then the SA is shots assisted. Mm-hmm. Which now, now... We're going to get to the we, – now we're going to – DraftKings, uh, FanDuel, and Yahoo will all have a similar stat that is – and all three are different. What do you mean? Is then that true? FanDuel has chances created, which is not a shot assisted. It, uh, chances created is a shot on goal assisted. Uh, it is not. No, uh-huh. a chance created is a, is a pass that leads to a shot. I thought a pass that leads to a shot that's on goal. No, nope. That's a big chance created, I believe. Really, really? They added that now. Um, <laughs> in in uh, comparing game logs on um, DraftKings to what we have on RotoWire, the numbers for shots assisted match up to chances created on RotoWire, which is the stat that we get from Opta, which they also get from Opta. I have no idea why they're calling it shots assisted. That's a well, because it's easier to understand. I I guess that's the better chances created. No one. Do you think shots assisted that. makes more sense than assisted shots? But it, it means the same thing, <laughs> right? It does. So what's a key pass? Uh, I believe a key pass is chances created plus assists or minus assists. One of them, though. because obviously a chance created could be an assist. Because right. it leads to a shot that then goes in. Um, I believe the general definition of a chance create, uh, excuse me, of a key pass is actually the same as a chance created, even though they are different. Like who scored lists key passes the same as we list chances created, meaning the stats line up similarly. I don't think I've ever seen the difference statistically of what like somebody's key passes versus their chances created. I think it's all. Yeah, but the doesn't same. doesn't a chance created involve? There's there's I saw an explanation that. Like the shot has to be like in the eighteen yard box or something. Uh, I haven't seen that, but it's like if I pass, like if I pass for for if I pass from if I'm a center back and I just pass it up to the the midfielder the in, in the center circle and then he dribbles all the way up and takes a shot over the bar. Like that would be considered an assist if he got it in. It is an assist, yes. But is that a chance created for the central defender that just passed the ball from 70 yards from goal and the other guy dribbled it all the way up? Uh, I don't know. I don't believe so. Um, 
Statsbomb is saying that a key pass is an Opta event that is a final pass that leads to a shot. Okay, so um, that's that's the same that's the same definition that you just gave me. Yes. For a chance created. Yes. So a key and, pass is a chance created. Um I believe a chance created is a key pass plus assists. I don't think a key pass includes assists for okay. some reason. Okay. And then it's like saying a, a shot on target does not count as a shot. <laughs> okay. So what's a shot? Then what's shots assisted? The same thing. Is a chance created? It's the same thing. So yes. we're all talking about the same thing. Yes. <sighs> it, I, I've just never seen an Opta definition with shots assisted as opposed to chance created or a key pass. Yeah, but I think shots assisted is easier to understand. I I guess it's, it's, it's right in the name. Like you don't have to, <laughs> we, we don't have, we don't have to like the conversation we're having right now wouldn't exist if the stat was called was shots just a assisted. shots assisted. Yes, right. If it was always called, it was never. There was no such thing as a key pass. There was no such thing as a chance created because these are these are all like seem like opinionated words. Yes, yes. We know what an assist is. It's the pass before a goal, and we know that if they if it gets intercepted or something, you know that you don't get credit for it or whatever. Yes. So it's like, okay, what's the assist to a shot? Well, it's it's the pass before a shot. I mean, that it's it's easy to understand at that point. Right. Right? Now, if someone scores a goal off of that shot assisted, do they get cre- now yes. we don't know because yes. do they get credit for a shot assisted? Both. Oh, both. Which you combine the both together and you get key passes. Or uh, no. N- no. Well, those are chances. Those are <laughs> Chance, key passes, all of them together. A key pass plus assists are chance created. Okay, whatever. The difficulty also came out because we have an SA on Rotowire, which is a secondary assist, which we had because MLS uses it. And so some people were getting confused about that as well. Right. There's it's not there's no secondary assists in anything other than MLS. Correct. Well, they have them. They just there's no fantasy value to them. Yeah. So Opta even shows, well, they would have secondary assists even for EPL, even though no one even uses them? Yeah, we got them. Oh, really? Yep. Kevin De Bruyne, your league leader. It's also very clear that the uh, MLS uh, Opta trackers are much more um, aggressive in awarding secondary assists than they do in the Premier League. Like Kevin De Bruyne has five secondary assists this season. And the season is almost over, obviously. Right. That almost seems way too low. Exactly. Exactly. And so the um, Jesus Medina for New York City FC already has three. And there are seven games in. Right, because they count as regular assists in this, like, to the players and the league. Yes. Like. It's pure shenanigans. Right, right. Well, I mean, Sasha Kleistin has, like, you know, oh, 28 assists. Exactly. Like, like, no, no, because you count all of them. Right. Like, no, he had three, and he had <laughs> 25 right. seconder. Yeah. Right. Although the league leader last year was Kledgen with only eight. So it's not like okay. it's drastically off, but they're definitely more aggressive in terms of the number of players who get them. But it increases the value of uh, playmaking midfielders. Yes. Yeah, everyone was saying how much it, it helps center backs, which it does, the passes at least. We don't know how 
how much the passes will. It just gives a little floor, but it gives a little floor to everyone. Exactly. Well, it gives a little floor to the favored center backs more than anything, but they're priced up as it is. Exactly. So, and guys like N'Golo Conte. Right. But, I mean, you'd be using it in showdown format. So it basically gives a little bit more value to the guys that are probably going to be the cheapest. So you get something out of it. Yes. You don't have to wait for a center back goal to get any points out of that guy. Exactly. Although that's going to be the main reason why you probably win the GPP because you took Otamendi or something. Right. And he scored, not because he completed 97 passes. Right. But at least he's not sitting there with zero. (laughs) Right. You get two. Right. Yes. But still his... His, like, two, like, is still better than the, like, Hagazi in, like, the Liverpool game where he may have point two because... Exactly. How many passes is the back line for West Brom going to have in the Liverpool game? Right. Like, it's still something. I mean, but, of course, they're priced appropriately for that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. shots assisted, uh, I mean, obviously set-piece takers. I mean, especially, I mean, especially on set-pieces. I mean, a lot of times those... They lead to a shot. Uh, a lot is an aggressive term. It's often enough that predictive-wise. Um. Yes, I mean it's there's chances created isn't changing our opinion of any set piece taker. Like no, that's, of course, and I don't think it's making them particularly more valuable. Uh, I mean, maybe it depends how much they give it, but like we already know that like De Bruyne and Ozil and Erickson and Fabregas, like it may just make them more expensive. Right. But I'm saying, but it affects those type of players for both. Not just because I'm, it doesn't affect as much as like the set piece taker. That is of a, like a defensive midfield set piece taker. They, They typically tend to be the most active players anyway. Right. But it's just giving them even more opportunities to be more active. Yeah. Yep. Right? I mean, the the easiest way to do it is just to look at accurate crosses, because that's basically where your set piece chance created is. Right. Um, so not Townsend. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, so. But it's, but not, it I mean, it's up- not only that. I mean, like Delhi Alley is let's say eighth in chances created this year. And he has three accurate crosses. Right. 62 played, chances created. Yeah, but he plays centrally. That's yeah, what I'm, I'm just it's saying it doesn't necessarily mean you have to stick to a guy on the wing. Right. But I'm, but it, it makes it so that you look at Chelsea and go, uh, like if they had it for classic scoring, you'd go, Oh, hazard actually has become more of an option than Willian or Fabregas. Uh, Fabregas still has more chances created. True, but Hazard is more likely when when it comes to DraftKings. A lot of times we look at like wide players for crossing ability, and Hazard doesn't cross even though he does play wide. And you go, why am I paying 10k for this guy? Right. If he doesn't score, but Hazard is always involved in the attack, so the likelihood of him racking up shots assisted and shots and shots on you know like that'll make up for him only crossing once. Because right. I'm assuming the shots assisted stat, if they counted it in classic, mm-hmm. would be would be at least one, if not one and a half or something. I was going to say it has to be yeah, at least one. Right. Yeah, it can't possibly be the same as a cross because those happen so much more often. 
Right. And you need to cut those down. Well, of course, this is all speculation. We're, right. Who knows? Right. We're, we're just acting as if, like, we don't have, you don't have any information on this, right? None. Not, not me neither. Right. I actually <laughs> specifically went into the game logs to see if the fantasy points reflected the new, like, those categories. Because I thought don't. to myself, that would be something that somebody would overlook there. But they didn't. Like, before, before posting up the actual scoring changes. Right. Right. I would be like, okay, well, this the extra two chances created in 30 passes gave this guy four more fantasy points, and I would just figure it out. But nope. Too smart for us. Right. Hmm. And then, I mean, all these scores, I mean, it, even if they added this to Classic, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be against it. I agree with you. I don't, I don't, I, at the, the problem with the other scoring systems, uh, Yahoo is... Like, there's not enough predictive. Like, if Yahoo added crosses. They have accurate crosses. Yeah, but that, that, how but, often does that happen? I mean, that's it, it still doesn't give you enough. I agree. Uh, the, the two that jump out at me with, with Yahoo, and they're not the only ones who use this, um, but block shots just don't happen nearly enough, and they weight them too heavily so that then when they do happen, everything gets thrown off. And you mean, I mean, a, a, an offensive player that has their shot blocked. No, no, no. The opposite. A defensive player who has blocked a shot. Oh, yeah. I, um, I, I, so, like, I, I understand the value, like the real world value in that. But they they don't happen enough for it to, to be predictive. Right. Like Lewis Dunk leads the league with 52 of them, which is less than two a game and on average. And. He could so he could have four in one game and none for the next four, and then two and it's just not. Well, like it, you said, it's it not put, predictive. Well, it also puts you in the, the 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 problem with Fanduel of like half your team are are the are the worst players. Right, right. Because that that once you start adding blocks and clearances and like clearances are the, at least a somewhat predictive stat. They're they're but not it's still, predictive. It's the worst that you're picking the opposite. Exactly, team. you're picking the. It, it's that has nothing to do. You could put a, a, anyone there. It, you're not picking the player. You're picking. Well, this team's going to get destroyed, so they're going to have more opportunity. It's the same problem we see with the goalkeepers. Of you pick the cheap goalkeeper because they're going to they could get twelve saves, right, or whatever. Right. That's it's, why the 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 goal it seemed was to open up the player pool to anybody, and it's it's like too expansive. That's the problem. Right. Right. Um, anybody is. That's stupid. Right. Um, the other one with Yahoo that I never loved was Corners One. Yeah, that. Well, I mean, it did wide, wide players. I mean, typically wide forward players would earn more corners. But it's. But it's it could a, be anyone. It could be center backs. I right. Mean, it it's just way any- too inconsistent. Um, right. That. Yeah, you can't go in and say, "Oh, I'm gonna get this guy." I mean, Zaha's second in the league. It's not really wide play. I mean, De Bruyne, Zaha, yeah. Salah, Kane. Like those are the guys who lead the league, and right. it's basically one to one and a half a game. And to have that be like a stat enough that if guy happens to have three in one game, and it's like, well, you didn't have him because he won three corners and blocked three shots. Like, right. yeah, if it's a goal or an assist, well, I don't mind. Right. Like it's like, oh, Jay Rodriguez scores two goals against Liverpool. Like, I'm fine losing that one. Yes. Like if you if you if you did contrarian and went that way, and so be it. But I don't want to. Like, well, Hagazi got seventy-four clearances, and right, I missed. I mean, like, I mean, that's what I, I I've explained to to 
like Yahoo in, in feedback before of, I mean, the fan duel is just a joke uh, that like taking out, like we're playing a game. Like we're not trying to equate everything to real life. And I mean, NFL and any look at fantasy football for NFL. Most of the players on the field don't count towards any statistic. Right. In most fantasy, if you don't have IDP, the defense, you just pick a defense. But half the players on the offense you don't use at all. They're the linemen, but I mean, it's like, well, how about, you know, as far as, you know, block stats? Like, what makes that fun? Yeah, you don't want to do pancake research? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> that, like that type of stuff. Uh, so it's like, let's go to the core things, that, that core actions that people watch and... It's also you could predict stuff. How many targets did someone get? How many you know, how many times did they run versus they pass? You know, like you could do all this predictive stuff to even I'm not even talking about to like smart people that are doing analytics. I'm talking about just a normal person like it's like goals are are predictive even when you go, well, they're high variance. Yeah, but they're I look at this and go, who's the more likely to score Salah right. or or the, the guy, the the. the, the, the Whoever I'm going, I'm scrolling all the way down. Will Hughes? Like I know, I know who's more likely to score. Are they going to score specifically today? I mean, I know that, but a casual person at least knows all of that type of stuff. So, like to have non-predictive, of all, uh, while we have this swath of of uh, non-predictive. I mean, because even on the clearances on FanDuel, like oh, I'm going to pick the center back. On the opposite team of Man City, uh, but which one? Well, there's no predictive way to know which one is going to have more <laughs> clearances than the other one. I mean, like that's it. It defies the purpose of the game. It's like it doesn't make it more skillful. It just makes it a lottery. I'm I, I understand the idea of wanting to make the games somewhat reflect real life, um, and I feel like. With DraftKings, if you see a really big performance, I usually that team, the, the team that that player was on, did well. So that's the ultimate issue I have with defenders on FanDuel. And it's like, this guy scored 45 points. He was the highest scoring defender, and they lost 4 nothing. Right. And it's like they got blasted, but he had a great game because he was able to clear 25 of the 35 balls that came in. It just so happened that the other 10 were shots on goal, and five of them went in. Right, right. He he did so well. He got forty five points because he made sure that it wasn't eight nothing. Right, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> like that's that's what they're saying. Right. But the thing is, is he, the the hard part is, let's take it on the other side. You take a look at like take a look at the Man City center backs or Stones, Company, Otamendi, or whoever back there. It's like, how do you judge their performance other than if they happen to score? Because like. If they don't give up a goal, it may not have anything to do with because they were good. It's just that Man City had the ball the whole yeah, game. Yeah, like they didn't even do anything. Like that, there's nothing to block. There's no shots to block. There's there's no statistical categories for them, and you can't even say, well, they earned the clean sheet. Did they really? Did Ederson earn the clean sheet by <laughs> having no saves and one shot against them? Like really, nothing either. So I don't. Like, how Fandle do you give doesn't do credit? defender clean sheets. So right. I think they get that right. Meaning like, and maybe, maybe not always right, but 
But in that situation, like you said, like should they they don't get points on FanDuel for winning eight nothing and not doing anything. Right. I'm fine with making it so that center backs are worthless. You take them and you make them all cheap. They're offensive linemen. Right. They're offensive. Li- right. Exactly. Like it's perfectly fine to have offensive linemen in soccer. Like that type of thing. Well, you could take them if you want to take a shot and you make them all like 3K level. You want to take a shot on a header goal or something. Feel free to plug them in. Right. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Where do you stand on different um, values based on position? Meaning like if a defender goal is worth 15 and a for, a forward scoring that goal is 10. You can't really have that if you have multiple positional eligibility. Well, we usually see it's more defender versus attacker. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think yeah. it makes it too comp. I think it makes it a little too complicated. Okay. I'm not talking about from me perspective. I'm talking about for the general public. Sure. I don't mind. It could be more complicated to me, but I could see an issue of someone that just like, oh, I'm going to just I'm going to play this slate out of nowhere or whatever. And, you know, they lose. They I'm four points behind this other guy and their player got a goal and got more points than my player that got a goal. Right. And they didn't really well check the scoring. If a defender scored like that would be off putting a goal is a goal. It's worth as much as any other goal is. I agree. I've always hated the idea. Right. But just seeing what you thought. But I think the predictive nature, you have to have some amount of predictiveness into all all the good fantasy sports. That's that's the scoring categories. Yeah. For sure. Once you start adding things that it's not high variance because goals are high variance. We're not I'm not talking about high variance events. I'm talking about events that are nearly impossible to predict on a game by game basis that accumulate. Like, like, like we said with corners one, like if you told me we're adding corners, one are a point to the scoring system. Would that change any of our analysis? No, no. So all you're doing is adding randomness mm-hmm. now, because if it's not going to, because, well, you'd, now you're going to have to bump up a little bit Alexis Sanchez because he may win four corners this game versus one another game. Like, yes, guys like Sanchez and Zot, like the 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 guys that take the guys that foul, draw fouls. Yep, drunk fouls is more of a predictive stat, and we've seen how Richarlison could have six in one game and then none in the next game. Right, but we know that type of player draws fouls more often than not, and it happens frequently enough. That we could go, okay, well, Sanchez average, just like tackles one. That's predictive enough. There will be outlier games where a defensive midfielder has six tackles one versus two. Sure. But we still take a look at Casemiro and go, well, that's how he, that's how he gets points. We look at Conte and go, that's how he gets points. Michael Marino, whoever your, your defensive midfielder <laughs> favorite of the week. that We at least look at that. But, like, corners one is... We're looking at the same guys anyway. So all you're doing is saying that, that well, if someone gets four corners one versus another guy getting zero this week, then you're screwed, then, or you win. Or, like, it, it's nothing that's predictive we could even put in. Crossing is obviously predictive. Yeah. And that's why, we for DraftKings, you use it that much. Yahoo, take a look at Defender. It's like you just go by on cliche odds. 
because what? How other way did these players get points? Primarily, seventy mm-hmm. percent of their point total is going to be a clean sheet. So, but that's predictive. FanDuel, it's like, oh well, even FanDuel clearances are predictive. They just happen to go against like why are you playing the worst players? Uh, but even then, like. Well, I'm, I'm just going to take two of the worst players on the same team just in case one gets more of the clearances than the other. <laughs> like, that's not predictive. Like, you can't tell which one. You just, But at least you know that. But it's all these predictive elements that makes the game compelling. Mm-hmm. If the game's not compelling, and these are things that not just for, like, us, for just casual. This, this is why NFL fantasy is as popular as it is. It plays once a week, and... Anyone can understand it, right? There's no, there's no, what's, what's, what's a a pass uh, assisted? What's a, what's a, what's a, what's a key block Mm -hmm. versus a, 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 a half a block, you know, those types of things like we're talking about with chance created or anything like that. Just this game could be just played with goals and assists. It is. It's just, I mean, that's what FPL is basically. Right. But those are predictive. Yeah. Right? Now, it, that if you don't have a goal or assist, doesn't, you don't get anything. But at least those are at least... I mean, we can play DraftKings with just goals and assists. Right? Oh, that would be fun. I mean, it, well, it, FanDuel it, does that now. They have That's their uh, showdown, basically. Goals okay. and assists. But still, then we start looking at it. Okay, who are the goal scorers? Okay, mm-hmm. pick this guy. I mean... You can at least do that type of analysis, but when you right. open up the play, like if you're going to have all these stat categories, a lot of them non-predictive, and be like, uh, you you see all these guys in like the 4K range, uh, you can play any of the 16 of them. Like the difference between them is one point range of outcome. So what are we even what 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 are we analyzing? Right. Just play anyone you want. Play. Uh, <laughs> we can tell you who's more likely to score a goal, right? But other than that, it's like, uh, feel free to play. Uh, you could play. The, I mean, I'm taking a look at like this this Saturday. I mean, you could you could play Abdullah Decore and be like, well, what's the difference between him and and Matt Phillips mm-hmm. and like and Kiko Feminia and Ashley Young? It's like, oh, they're all score around six points. And if they happen to be the goal scorer, then maybe you get 15 uh, but one of them could possibly put up two and one could put up 20 because they so happened to win four corners and six tackles in one game. Right. for they no block three shots. Right, right, right. Exactly. Hmm. Yep. Right. Anything else? Uh, I, I believe. Am I the am I the road wire leader in podcasts assisted? <laughs> <laughs> um. Probably. Probably. Unless you count the ones that I do with Mike if I'm getting the assisted ones on those. Uh, is that a key podcast? I don't think that's a key podcast. Po- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know where this is going, but I'm going to shut it down right now. If anybody has any follow-up questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. I am at Rotowire Andrew. As always, we're available in the Rotowire Slack chat, which is available for all subscribers. Uh, We will be back on Monday to talk about whether Salah got us this weekend or not. So, Jordan, thank you for all that, and good luck to everybody else. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. 
For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.